Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shevska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon on November 30th, a Tuesday. And it's news that you can use from YAA with your dear friends, Zach and Ray. How are you doing today, Hanson? Morning, Pops. I'm doing pretty good. We got a few good topics on the docket today. BMW unveiling their newest M car or SUV, M series vehicle. We're going to touch on that. There's the 15 used cars. This comes from IC cars. We'll touch on this in a little bit. The 15 used cars that now cost more than they do new, the 15 that have had the biggest appreciation since they became a used car driving off the lot. We have the used car market update. We've got some somewhat good news pops that I'll share with you. And then we've got some data that comes from our friends over at Kelly Blue Book. We don't actually have friends at Kelly Blue Book. 16% of car shoppers say they're delaying their car purchase because of what's going on in the market. That is down from 48% in August earlier this year, which is mind-boggling to think. Those are the four things I wanted to run through with you today, Pops. How's that sound? Sounds good. And if I may, if we knew any people at Kelly Blue Book, they would be our friends. <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> Jordan's in the house with us. He watched our LA Auto Show video. Thank you, Justice, who's here. Thank you, Mario Space, for being here. Uh, they did an awesome job covering the LA Auto Show. Check. May out- I say, I, I was, I was in the middle of an email to, to the three amigos. You, Justice, and Mario, um, in regards to the quality of, uh, I do look brighter today because I figured out how to open the aperture on the uh, on the video camera today. Yes, yes. Now you get to see me in all my paleness. Um, but what I was about to say is the three amigos, um, you, Justice, and Mario, just did a phenomenal job. Uh, reviewing what was going on at the L.A. Auto Show. And I know L.A. is a world unto itself, um, but the the depth and breadth of the information that Justice and Mario were able to provide was, uh, was phenomenal. Um, and I was reminded hmm. of the 2018 film with uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, A what? Star is Born. Well, in this particular case, Two stars were born, Justice and Mario, and I look forward to seeing them in other videos in the future. And and uh, you could do away with me, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> fantastic, Pops. Fantastic. Let's kick things off. Also, I will just show that if you search on YouTube, LA Auto Show YAA, this video pops right up and Justice and there they are. There's Justice and Mario. So go ahead and, and search for that. I, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of getting a coat like Justice's. <laughs> yeah, he looks good in that video. <laughs> yes. Let's kick things off, Dad, with the used car market update. We've got the latest data from BlackBook. The last November 2021 update. Now we'll be starting our December 2021 updates next week. Here's the good news, Pops. Used car prices increased the least that they've increased in about six or seven weeks. Okay, so used car prices were up 0.13%. Used truck and SUVs and vans were up about two-tenths of a percent, the overall market up around 0.18%, a precipitous decline. I mean, I'll zoom in on that. So last week, prices were up for cars. They were up, what was it, seven-tenths of a percent? Yes. Market overall, 0.64%. And so used car prices week over week were up, but they came down considerably in terms of how much they were up week over week. 
Yes. The, 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 it's a good news, bad news scenario. The good news is the, the rate of increase has dropped. The bad news is they're still increasing. Okay. And this is the time of the year when they, when the wholesale prices traditionally are decreasing. So yes, it's good news, uh, that, that the, uh, the amount of increase has declined. Uh, but the bad news is that the, that they did increase again. Um, and my suspicion is that they will continue, even if it's a slight increase, they will continue to increase next week as well. Um, because, uh, the quality used car shortage is not going away anytime soon. We've got from NPEG in the chat. My Carvana offer went up about $300 last week, but my Vroom offer went down about 3000. So we're seeing some, some different modeling from some of the big players in the space in terms of what they think are going to happen with used car prices. We have, we should mention, we have been tracking uh, how Carvana and Vroom treat used car prices, uh, for months now beginning and ends of months are crazy with them your prices will fluctuate yes like a considerable amount at the beginning and the end of each month we've experienced that ourselves pops on the wholesale market when broken down by cars and trucks let's start with cars here that rate of increase again was down considerably that being said compact cars are still leading the charge in terms of uh, greatest price increase week over week. And what do you know? Sporty cars for the first time in a few weeks yeah. actually depreciated week over week on the wholesale market. Now, what I found fascinating, Dad, was the trucks, SUVs, and vans. Look at this chart. I Okay, so there's a couple things, Dad. I never bought any cryptocurrency. Like, I never bought Bitcoin. I never bought Dogecoin. I never bought Shibu Inu or whatever coin. You never bought Dad coin. Never bought DadCoin. I totally missed the boat on crypto. Yeah. We've joked for months now about <laughs> buying a damn van, and we missed the freaking boat on vans, man. Like you and I, we run this YouTube channel. We run multiple YouTube channels. We we operate a business. We suck, dude. We should have bought Shibu Emu coins. We should have bought all the Dadge coins. We should have bought a van, man. Vans were up nearly one and a half points week over week when everything else was up like a tenth of a point. What? We didn't miss the boat. We missed the rocket. <laughs> Elon, uh, where yeah, you at? Yeah, SpaceX, here we come. Um, who knew? I mean, I, I, I guess there are people out there that did know. Um, but obviously, I, I wasn't close enough to the market to, to realize the the shortage and the value of vans at the moment. But yeah, there, there just seems to be absolutely no end in sight as to the wholesale value of these vans. Now, I don't know if it's because the, the new car manufacturers just aren't producing any vans on the new side, um, that they just don't find those as valuable to produce as the higher profit margin SUVs and pickup trucks with the limited amount of chip supply that they have. Um, so it's it's truly impacted the market. And yeah, it's crazy, just absolutely crazy the amount of week over week increase we consistently see in the in the wholesale van market. Full size vans wholesale side up 42 out of the past 43 weeks. That's the, I I think I I think that's a trend. 
that's that's knocking butts is what that is. Yes, yes. Couple other couple other things to pull out from the Black Book report. I'm just going to pull it up on the screen here. Activity on the lanes slowed down last week with the Thanksgiving holiday reducing the availability of inventory and number of buyers actively bidding. Some consigners are known to save their inventory for after the holiday, so we anticipate an increase in volume on the lanes this week. And then I'm going to scroll down, Pops, to here we go. Here's the sales rate at the auction. December is typically a busy month in the lanes with sellers trying to offload unnecessary vehicles and buyers trying to stock up on inventory in time for the holidays. While some new inventory is trickling in from manufacturers, used inventory will still play a pivotal role as we close out calendar year 2021. Inventory scarcity has continued to cause bidding wars across the country among franchise dealers, independent dealers, and rental car companies. Wholesale values and floors were up on the upswing before Thanksgiving and may pick back up again soon now that the holiday has passed. So I just wanted to acknowledge there that Black Book seeing some seasonality, you could say, in terms of the amount of inventory that's actually making it across the block last week because of the holiday. We'll see that again in three or four weeks with the Christmas holiday too. But then things will kind of quote unquote normalize again. You'll have that inventory back there. You're still not going to have enough new cars in the market. You're sure as hell not going to have enough new vans and that'll likely keep prices up. Yes, and 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 this is a time of year where a lot of dealers, um, it's what's known as LIFO, last in, first out, where where they they take their inventory and and they take a lot of it to the sales, to the auctions in December, um, to to take these cars, get these cars off the books. That will not happen this year, um, you know, because of the uh, the dearth of quality pre-owned vehicles. Um, we won't, we won't see as many dealers trying to relieve themselves of some of their, uh, some of their used car inventory for accounting purposes and tax purposes. Yep, absolutely. Got a question here from Zach in the chat. Zach, that's such a cute photo. Toyota it is. doesn't have markup, but wants 1300 for tint, but exterior protection was, quote, free. Mentioned I would want no accessories on the RO if I wanted to order, and they said I couldn't do that. Well, you, you can do that. You just might not be able to do that at that dealer. Um, that's a choice that the dealer's making to force you to buy those items. But they don't have to install those items, and they could indeed not install those items upon your request. Um, you know, I was thinking earlier about some of the things that we, we we need to do videos on. And one of the things that we need to do a video on in the future is how to negotiate additional dealer markup and the installation of dealer installed accessories on ordered or incoming vehicles. Because it's absolute BS when a dealer says, well, we're, it, it's got to be done. It doesn't have to be done. You're choosing to do it. Um, and, and that should be the customer's choice on an incoming vehicle or an ordered vehicle, not the dealer's choice. It's just another shining example of how dealers just don't get the, the fact that, well, it's the customer that's paying for all this. It's the customer that's keeping your doors open. It's the customers that you shouldn't be forcing to pay for things they might not want. And I'm so glad you laughed. And Zach, uh, no, I think laughed at the dealer, not at you. Yeah. And um, yeah. and Zach, one of yes. the resources you have back on the YA community, again, Justice put this together, all of the dealerships that um, 
have been reviewed or mentioned by YAA community members or in the spreadsheet. So go ahead and take a peek there. You might be able to find a Toyota dealership near you that has gotten some good reviews, aka doesn't just tack on additional dealer markup and say, hey, you're you're kind of stuck with it. My my suggestion, and this is this is just a gut feeling, but my suggestion is that if you can find a a smaller mom and pop run Toyota dealership, not one that's part of a big conglomerate, not one that's part of a big publicly traded group, but a a community oriented small or smaller dealer um, who realizes the value of his customers and and quite possibly decides that he doesn't want to take advantage of them. Those are the type of dealers that would say to you, yeah, no, I understand if you don't want the, the ceramic tint and the, and the, and the um, window tint, you don't have to have it on an incoming car. And there are dealers like that out there, whether it be Toyota dealers or any other dealers, it's the local dealers, not the big conglomerate dealers. Now, Pops, you've given me two ideas for videos that we should film. One is how, like a role play of how to negotiate additional dealer markups. So I think we'll knock that out later today and how to find a good car dealer and then how to find the right salesperson at the dealership. If you can in the chat, there's some, some folks with us here watching the show. Let us know. Are those good ideas for videos? Let me give me give us some feedback live here. We'd appreciate it. We'll incorporate that into what we do. Now, Pops. Yes. Igor just put in the chat, two to three-year-old Toyota Siennas are selling for new car prices at MSRP, and those used vans are with thirty to 40,000 miles on them. Here's the deal, Dad. Our friends over at IC Cars, they went ahead and they can, they uh, uh, aggregated, coag- coagulated, coagulated? Uh, yeah, they aggregated. They put together the list here of the 15 used cars that cost more than they do new. That being said, I think this list is already outdated. I think that they uh, they have some limited data that you know is is uh, uh, influencing some of the results you see here. I think most cars used are selling more than new that are in that range of one to two years old. And less yes, that's what I was going to say. These are miles. these are pre-owned 2020s and 2021s. Yes. So I don't want people thinking, okay, this is includes all vehicles of any age no this is this is pre-owned 2020 and 2021s and so the tesla model y 2020 2021 is up 15 nearly 15 percent more than its new car price the toyota tacoma up 12.2 percent taco tuesday buddy it must be taco tuesday or is it toyota tuesday uh, Toyota Tundra 11.7%, the Dodge Charger up 9.8%, this Honda Civic hatchback 9.8%, Tesla Model 3 9.2%. I mean, these are multi-thousand dollar increases over the new car price on lightly used 2020s. And what, it, what they were when they were brand new, yes. Even the Toyota Corolla is on this list, Dad. Costs $1,100 more lightly used than it did new. That's insane. And and what was the overall average? The overall average was a five hundred and seventy-seven dollar decrease from <sighs> lightly used to its original new price. Yes. So in in the old days, say two thousand nineteen, um, you would have expected to actually save money by buying a one to two year old pre owned car over the price of a new car. And today, in in 
a lot of cases, at least the top 15, you're going to be asked to pay more than what the original MSRP was. Um, And that's not the way the used car market is supposed to work. It only works that way when there's shortages. Absolutely. And obviously there are. And Pops, I know I've been demoing it left and right, but we're going to do a little experiment here. Again, our YAA car search is not currently live, but we can test it out. So I actually kind of want to see here. Let's put the Tesla. Let's do the Model Y. So let's search really quick. Let's see how many Tesla Model Ys we have. Uh, uh, Looks like we're broken. Let me do a refresh. Oh, we're broken. We're broken, folks. I was going to go for it, but we're broken. (laughs) Well, you know, that's why, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why it, it hasn't been released to the public yet. This is very true. That is exactly why. I was going to yeah. see how much they're marked up in the listings that we have, but we'll have to check another time. Okay. All that to say, used car prices still through the roof. Those are perfect examples of it. And and we've had plenty of folks call us and tell us and share stories with us of, of uh, uh, wholesalers going to dealerships, buying new cars at MSRP, going to the auction, putting them through the lane and selling them for more. I, I, you know, I didn't tell you this, but my dear friend, our dear friendship called me the other night when he was driving home and yeah, he's still complaining because he's got to pay two to $3,000 over MSRP for one to two year old Camrys and Corollas. And he's, he's gladly doing it because it's the only way he can get his hands on the cars. Um, Now, what they've noticed at their dealerships is because they're basically paying retail at the wholesale end to get these cars, that they have decided as a dealership group that they won't necessarily try to make as large a single car profit when they sell each one of these. Um, Their hope will be to make their money in the finance and insurance side of things, the back end of things. Um, So they're noticing that, that their front end used car profit is going down slightly because of how much they have to overpay for the inventory. Zach says, thanks, guys. I have been watching you for the past four to six months and have learned a lot. And me and my wife uh, are in that cute picture and we'll wait till next year to buy. Yep. Makes plenty of sense, Zach. We've got deep thoughts with Jessica Helen here. My car was not only marked up, but I allowed add-ons I normally would have insisted they remove. Why? Because that's the market. There was only one car I wanted within a 500-mile radius. Yep. That's that's the reality uh, right about now. And, and and my guess is um, when you're looking for a specific vehicle uh, with specific trim level and specific colors, that the dealer knows it's the yeah. only one. And, and there's leverage. I mean, you know, the people I used to work for, we would hold on to cars forever because uh, the owner was convinced that eventually ours would be the only one in the country and somebody that wanted it would have to pay for it. And and well, fortunately for him, uh, he was correct most of the time. Let's switch gears, Pops, and let's talk about what BMW's up to. They just announced the other day a new concept M series that they're thinking of bringing out. This is a really, really, really incredible vehicle. If it does launch, which it said next year at their South Carolina plant, it will. This is the BMW XM. It's going to be their most powerful production car that they've ever had it's going to have 750 horsepower um, and a hybrid uh, uh, um, uh, powertrain. Really impressive vehicle. I, I know you were the one that put this on the show topics, Pops. So what was your take when you saw this? Well, uh, you know, 
BMW, much like Mercedes with AMG, BMW's M series is is really been an iconic brand within the brand, an iconic sub brand. Yep. Um, and but realistically, I mean, all they've done is they've added the M to you know most models. This is a completely new vehicle. It will have um, an internal combustion engine along with an electric motor as well. Um, the electric range of the motor is about 30 miles. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, let's face it, that that portion of it is 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 not uh, so that it, it gets great mileage. That portion of it is to help the performance, the the high speed performance of the vehicle. Um, and the fact that, you know, you'd have something like that that will produce 775 horsepower um, and will be equipped the way an M vehicle is equipped, it, it will be cutting edge. It will be. Uh, the vehicle of choice for a lot of people who want that type of vehicle. And they expect the biggest market for it to be in the United States. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. SUV demand is through the roof. And the fact that you can still get a car with V8s in it, uh, people are excited about that. Add on the electric motor so that you have that. Well, well you, you can't you can't do that in the Mercedes-Benz this coming year. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that'll probably be something that BMW holds on to. Yeah. Um, Buy to more wattage. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the price they will have on this new BMW, it will have fierce competition yeah i think yeah. you're probably right igor my dad's my dad's spot on though mercedes-benz has said no more v8s they're going to stop producing v8 engines so if you want a v8 engine your options are getting more and more limited every single year and so bmw retaining a, a v8 engine is actually i think pretty substantial news even dodge dad is getting out of the muscle car game and they're getting rid of their v8 engines by 2024 well they're getting out of the ice muscle car game oh. and they're going to get into the ev e muscle, muscle. Car game. Wait, wait, okay. E-muscle. How e -muscle, I like the, are you going to be in the metaverse, Dad? Uh, the who? The metaverse. Like when we live in the metaverse instead of in real world. Well, like, well, you, you let, let me let me help you with that. Um, I, I I choose not to live in in Mark Zuckerberg's world. Come on, okay. Man. I'm you sorry. I'm, I'm I choose not to live in his world. I I I don't. I I choose to not participate in virtual reality when what the hell i can just live in reality so i'm going to try that I, I that that's my take mark zuckerberg can take his metaverse and 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 all these other tech companies can take their virtual realities and uh, they can as far as i'm concerned uh, well you know Rico it, it's going to be dark where i would suggest they put them Hey guys, I just got done watching Deal School 2.0 and I must say excellent work. If you well, haven't checked you. out Deal School 2.0, please do. It's back on the YEA community. It's 100% free. You don't even have to create an account or anything. It's it's literally free. So just join yaa.com slash deal school. Super proud of what we were able to produce uh, here and it's getting a lot of love so far. So glad. Can I ask you a question? If, if, if you join go to join YAA and go to Deal School, do you have to give us any of your information? Nope, not well then, all. how are we selling their information? Oh, we're not. We we don't sell customer information to anybody. Go figure. Correct, correct, correct. Thanks for checking that out, Rico, and thanks for coming back and, and sharing the, uh, the the positive, you know, feedback with us. We really appreciate it. Also, pops, you got some fans. Justice is with you. Igor's with you. Jordan's with you. I'm just saying, in the metaverse, you could be super muscular. 
you, you know, I there there is there there is only a metaverse if you choose to accept the metaverse. I've made my choice. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. Okay, so we are the proud owners of stopbuyingcars.com, um, which I really should do more with, but right now it's just a picture of my dad pointing and saying, yes, say, stop buying cars. <laughs> it's actually pretty hilarious. I'll, I'll pull it up on the screen really quick. But dad, for today's really, you've got to be kidding me, stopbuyingcars.com. Yes. Can't make this stuff up. Like yeah. This is literally a, a website that exists, and yes. then this takes you to our buying guide um, in case you are actually going to buy a car. That being said, we have this data. From Kelly Blue Book, car shoppers, no prices are high. Only 16% will delay purchase. There are two components of this really. You've got to be kidding me for today. First one's right here. Cox Automotive has kept an ongoing COVID-19 consumer impact study going since March of 2020. October's results are out and they show just 49% of respondents indicate they were extremely or very concerned about COVID-19. That's great, 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 great. Then if you go down just a little bit further, where was it here? Oh, man. I had it a moment ago. 16%. Well, dropped from 48%. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Yet just 16% of those considering a new car plan to delay their purchase. That's a significant drop from the late August survey when 48% of new car shoppers said they would attempt to wait out higher prices. So we're seeing an increase in those that are just accepting this new normal. And Pops, we have some select quotes. This is the biggest, really, you've got to be kidding me, from automakers. This news could mean that Americans believe higher prices are here to stay. They may be right. In May, General Motors CEO Mary Barra told reporters that America's largest automaker would, quote, never go back to pre-pandemic inventory levels. Uh, GM isn't the only one. In September, BMW's CFO, chief financial officer, said the company would also keep inventory low to, quote, keep our pricing power at the current level. And then Mercedes-Benz's uh, chief financial officer similarly said, quote, we will consciously undersupply demand level. Ah, God, like what? Well, that sucks. Well, here's here's the worst part. The 16 percent who the the fact that there's only 16 percent who thank you, Ken. Um, <laughs> the fact that that only 16% of people say that they would not purchase because of the pricing is so high indicates that that 84% of people um, will operate in their worst best interest, okay? Um, which is crazy to me. If you if you are willing to accept this pricing, then pretty much you're willing to accept anything. And and the way to impact the pricing is to not buy. If enough people said, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not going to pay these prices anymore. And people stayed away from dealerships and didn't accept this pricing, then Demand would fall, supply would build up, and dealers would get antsy, and they would start discounting vehicles again. But as long as people work in their own worst interests like this, um, then the manufacturers are going to keep the supply short artificially. The, the dealers are going to overprice their cars intentionally, and consumers seem to be willing to choose to accept that and and that 
is the, the, the people just need to realize they have the power if they choose to utilize it and to use it. And right now they're not. Igor says OEMs are putting their thinking caps on and realizing that they can get away with higher MSRP prices. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, we should do a whole video on this, Pops, just talking about how declined uh, current inventory levels are and then some of these quotes from from different leaders within these organizations. Um, it's, it's pretty nuts uh, to realize that we're moving. Buying a car has always been a little bit anti-consumer because so much of it was obfuscated from the consumer. Like you didn't understand the process and anything. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully we've been able to help over the past couple of years with that. Um, but then there's like things that the OEM can do that make it even more anti-consumer. And I think honestly, and I shouldn't say anti-consumer, just more profitable for them at whose expense the consumers and yes. so so long as so long as this is going to be an accepted practice it's going to improve the bottom lines of of automakers but it's probably going to make buying a car more expensive for everyone else yes and and it it, it only becomes an accepted practice when it becomes acceptable to the majority of people uh, and somehow buy a moped. I like that. Mopeds mean mo fun. Um, in, in, in reality, we need to help convince people that it, they need to, to stay away from buying cars. They need to exercise that power of not doing something as opposed to doing something. Yeah. And we just had, um, uh, who was that from? Let me pull it back up. It's from Merwan here saying it's, it is the classic prisoner's dilemma. So let me, I've got this pulled up here, a prisoner's dilemma. The prisoner's dilemma is a standard example of a game analyzed in game theory that shows why two completely rational individuals might not cooperate, even if it appears it is in their best interest to do so. It was originally framed by, um, formalized if uh two members of a criminal organization are arrested and imprisoned each prisoner is in solitary confinement with no means of communicating with the other the prosecutors lack sufficient evidence to convict the pair of the principal charge but they have enough to convict both of a lesser charge simultaneously the prosecutors offer each prisoner a bargain each prisoner is given the opportunity either to betray the other by testifying that the other committed the crime or to cooperate with the other by remaining silent you have these four outcomes that you could possibly have. And we're in that type of situation when it comes to buying a car, you can either not buy a car, but then someone else, the other prisoner might buy the car and then it keeps the price. It's, it's the classic game theory right here. Yes, it is. But somehow we, somehow we need to, on our platform, start a movement where we can convince enough people that it really is in their worst, best interest. Okay. It, this is, this is not good for them. This is in their work. They are, we they should, are giving into their worst interests. We should consider some sort of like PSA video to help educate people and make it really short and like to the point. Anyway, wait, we can we can talk about that a bit offline. I do want to pull up one comment that came in here. Where did it go? Where did it go? This is from Deep Thoughts with Jessica Helen. I play a lot of virtual reality uh, and admin a fairly large women's gaming group. That's awesome. The metaverse is pretty awesome and it will encompass a heck of a lot more than just Facebook in the long term. Don't knock it till you try it. I am with... Deep thoughts with Jessica Helen. I think that there are a lot of applications like that. There's a Van Gogh, an immersive Van Gogh exhibit here in Washington, D.C., where you like put on the goggles and you're in the paintings or whatever. I'm just saying there's probably some cool stuff you can do. I, I, I'm sure there are, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just sticking with real life. Real life is is effed up enough you know that i that you don't really need to get into this virtual reality um when when reality is is tough enough 
Let me ask you a quick question and then we'll wrap today's show. Would you be a car salesman in VR? Um, well, I'd be the best car salesman ever. No, no, I would choose something else. I would choose not to be in VR. All right. It's a choice. Everything is a choice. Like buying a car or not. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you for getting that. (laughs) <laughs> all right, Bob, thanks for your time as always. Thank you guys all for being here with us today. Uh, Deal School 2.0, again, join yaa.com slash Deal School. Leave us reviews if you're listening to this after the fact on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. Pops, let's film some videos later today. I think we got some good topics. Uh, you know, I'm in. I think I have some time booked between five and six. Sounds good, Dad. I love you. I love you too. I'll talk to you later, handsome. Catch you then. Bye. Yep, bye-bye. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.